0: Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, sister. How are you? Wa as salam. Um, I'm fine, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Sister, could you introduce yourself, please? Um, let us know a little bit about what you do and where you live. Uh, I'm from Denmark um,
1: and I go to school and I work. So, yeah, that's
0: about um, it. What are you studying and where do you work? I go to, um, I think it would be the equivalent of high school. Um, Sorry, could you repeat that, sister? There was a little bit of disturbance in the sound. Uh, I go to high school, I think it would be
1: year 12. Okay. Yeah. Um,
0: And then I just work, so it's nothing really interesting. I'm in that.
1: So um, you you mentioned
0: that you live in Denmark. Um, Are you born and raised there or have you moved there? Uh, No, I'm
1: half Hungarian and half Argentinian. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) And I moved to Denmark when I was four. Okay. Um, Yeah, alhamdulillah. So, yeah.
0: So (laughs) is your family Muslim? Uh, no, I'm a revert. Um, oh, I became Muslim three years ago now, Alhamdulillah. Could you give us some background on how you came to Islam, please? Uh, yeah. Well, I
1: it's a bit long or not that long, but we'll take your time, sister. Yeah. Right. So I had always been interested in, like, in God. And I always wanted this connection with God. And but um, so I was raised a, a Catholic, but I never found um, that comfort or I know that spirituality in um, Christianity or Catholicism. Um, and I even when I was like I think I was like 10 years old or something I just went to the church alone on Sundays just because I I, like I really wanted that connection with Allah but like I didn't find it in the church Um, and I also like yeah I don't know and then like I had some friends that were Muslim but they weren't practicing Muslims because we're like so young and stuff so yeah I didn't really know any practicing Muslim people so I just knew that there were some there was something called Islam but all that I've I had heard about Islam was that it's oppressing women and it's weird and it's just like for Arabs and like I just heard very negative negative stuff from like my mom and my family um so, yeah, I just, I think that made me more curious as to, like, what it was. Mm-hmm. So when I was, like, 13, I think, I started, like, reading books and stuff um, about Islam. And I just found it more interesting than Christianity because, oh, yeah, I I never really believed in the Trinity, um, the concept that Allah is jesus um uh, and the uh, what well, in english it's the holy ghost i think yes that's right yeah and the uh, God and that jesus was god it it just didn't make sense to me and every time like i heard someone say like may jesus help you or may jesus forgive you i was always like what do you mean it's it's god that forgives it's god that that um that helps and so I didn't understand the whole thing with, with, with Jesus. And then I had, I had always just thought of Jesus as, as a prophet and nothing more. Nobody had told me like he is just, he, or he was just a prophet, but I know it just came naturally to me. Mm -hmm. So when I found Islam, I really liked that, um, because I believed in Jesus. So I was like, I liked that Jesus was also a part of Islam, if that makes sense. I don't yes, really yes, know. Yes, yeah. Yes,
0: um,
1: so that was when I was 13, and I just, I know, I just read about it a little, but it wasn't, like, really a lot because I was quite young as well. So I didn't take it, like, so seriously, but I was interested. Um, and it's just kind of, I don't know, I just went on with my life. And when I was, like, 14, I became Muslim okay, alhamdulillah alhamdulillah how did that happen exactly well and I, w- I just really I can't explain it but I just really I didn't know that much about Islam to be honest but I just really felt that it was the right thing for me to do alhamdulillah I just it was just a feeling inside me that just said like do it and I just felt like this um uh i don't know how to say that um like um i know i was just touched by this religion and i was like okay i i had actually thought about it for some time and i was like okay i'm just going to do it but i was um I was really like afraid to go to a mosque mm-hmm. or anything because I was like, okay, they're not going to take me seriously. I'm 14 years old. They're probably just going to laugh at me or something. And obviously they wouldn't have done that, but that was what I thought. So I didn't go to a masjid. Um, I converted at home
0: so with happened, one of my. How
1: did you do that? With one of my friends, but. It, I don't know I was just too um i know that there needs to be like two male witnesses but uh, i had the right intention and i like it came from my
0: heart so i don't know um yeah alhamdulillah sister you know i, I know that um being a reefer myself as well um, oh. It is one of those things that, like, you know, wh- the Islam is something is your belief. So even yeah. the shahada itself, as far as I know, like, yeah, officially you can make your statement in front of um, people, you know, obviously and having two witnesses and things like that. But subhanallah, like, your belief is that 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 is your Islam, and I know that Islam is like is the only religion that you can be a Muslim without having ever heard of any prophets, having ever exactly. heard of. Anything, so you know for somebody who is living in a desert, for example, if they only believe that there is only one God and they don 't worship anything along with that, then they 're a Muslim you know you, even without having yeah. known that word Muslim, so i don 't think that inshallah there 's no problem because it 's your belief that matters, not how many people saw you say oh i 'm a Muslim because
1: yeah yeah, exactly, because like you can say the Shahada but not have the right intention, and then it 's yeah, exactly. still not valid because if you don't believe it it's not valid so yeah i I really believed it and i really
0: um yeah alhamdulillah you know um i don't know if you've listened to um i'm mentioning sister Khadija. i spoke with her a few weeks ago but she said she became muslim through youtube so i think she basically was by herself and she just found the shahada on the youtube and repeated it like that because she didn't want to you know spend another she didn't want to waste any more time basically so she didn't want to take time to go to the mosque and sometimes these things happen like you want to become muslim and you know the muslim yeah. community when they know that they kind of get excited and they want everything to be like oh you know get let's get the imam and let's go to this masjid and yeah. you know they make up quite a bit of fast instead of just doing it right there and then and it yeah, doesn't exactly. need to be like that so alhamdulillah so with regards to um obviously muslim community um, how 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 well do you think you've been able to integrate into the community, especially being quite a young age as well, and not having a Muslim family? Like, um, like it kind of as I said, I was quite
1: young when I become became Muslim, so I didn't really have any like friends or people around me that could take me towards Islam, mm-hmm. um, like yeah, I mean, I tried, like, talking to my friends, like, oh, can you show me how to pray, or can you, like, and, I mean, we were young, and they did, didn't really want to, I think, or I don't know, um, no, were they your so,
0: Muslim friends?
1: Yeah, 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 um, mm-hmm. so it kind of, like, um, paused, can you say, for a while, and, well, I was Muslim, but I wasn't practicing or anything, okay. because I just didn't, I know I just didn't know and I was too scared to go to the masjid and like ask someone and I didn't have anybody around me so yeah so when I was like um 15 I really began to practice islam Mm um so yeah I I find it I found it quite um well with my family it was quite difficult because my mom she was very uh, like sad (laughs) about me becoming a muslim um but uh Alhamdulillah, the Muslim community took like um they welcomed me. So it wasn't
0: Yeah. Alhamdulillah, so you you mentioned that you started practicing at age fifteen. What changed at that age that you was able to learn more about the religion? Well subhanAllah um uh
1: I, as I said I converted when I was fourteen or reverted. Mm-hmm. Um and then I didn't fast my first Ramadan and this is the Ramadan of okay I don't remember the year but um, I didn't fast that year Mm -hmm. and I was really disappointed at myself that I didn't fast so um, the next year when I was 15 um, it was time for Ramadan and I was like okay I'm just going to fast but I didn't I didn't my intention was to fast for the sake of allah but my intention was to fast just to like prove it to myself that i could do it like i could fast the whole month and subhanallah i well i began fasting and i was like okay i can't fast and not pray because then it's just like you're just kind of starving yourself and it's not there's no benefit in it um if you Mm -hmm. don't also make it a month of worship so i just started to learn to pray and i started fasting and subhanallah like i didn't have any intention of um of stopping or um how to say uh, of uh changing my lifestyle or anything um and subhanallah at the end of ramadan i was like completely um i didn't want to go back to uh, my, how can say, old life or whatever I was doing before It was like, subhanAllah, in one month I had just Like, my heart has ha, Had just like um, How do you say uh, Like, Change. I had just changed yeah, subhanAllah Yeah, subhanAllah, in, in one month And it reminds me of um, That hadith uh, Where uh, i think it was when you walk towards allah allah comes running towards you when you yes, take yes, one step towards yes. allah you take 10 steps towards you mm-hmm. so subhanallah i really i really felt that because i didn't have any intention of doing this for allah or getting closer to allah it just like it just happened in some way so subhanallah
0: yeah alhamdulillah alhamdulillah so when you fasted that month during ramadan did you do it by yourself or did you have opportunity to go to the masjid at all
1: no because i was still too i I mean i was 15 i know i was just too scared and i didn't have any friends that at that time i didn't have any muslim friends at all right um and so i just I actually didn't tell it to my mom, so I just mm. passed it in secret. Yeah. And I don't know how she didn't <laughs> notice, subhanAllah, no, but like no, no, no. she didn't. So,
0: Especially and here in Denmark, it's,
1: yeah, here in Denmark, it's like from two o'clock in the morning till when it's like summer, from two o'clock in the morning to like 10 in, at in
0: Denmark, night. Yeah, subhanAllah, it's really long. That's the yeah. yeah, so that was, yeah, alhamdulillah, it was really. Yeah. subhanAllah. I remember when I first fasted as well during Ramadan. I wasn't Muslim at the time, but I it was it was winter, so it was really easy yeah. because like the day was so short. And even sometimes then, like trying to like not let family know that you're fasting. It could be a bit difficult because like sometimes we'd yeah, no. be coming to the evening and you know after late like, afternoon and stuff like that the time and I'd be kind of like just waiting for the sun like making sure that the sun protects so eat something.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right. And it's like why are you not eating? Uh I'm I'm not hungry. Yeah. Um is <laughs> kind of it's, it's quite fun thinking back at it now. And like when I told my mom that I had become Muslim and I had fasted for Ramadan, and she was like, "Ah, oh, that's why." When like I went to sleep, the fridge was full, but when I woke up, somebody had eaten the, somebody had um eaten the food, and I was like,
0: <laughs> "Yeah, that was me." Subhanallah. <laughs> MashaAllah. Yeah. So after after Ramadan was over, and you decided you didn't want to go back to. you know how you'd been living before what did you do in order to progress to the next stage
1: well I just I firstly I started started to uh, read the Quran because Mm -hmm. I had not read the Quran before Um, and I did that and I started wearing more modest clothes Um, I didn't start wearing the hijab uh, but I started wearing like uh, a know long shirts or uh, yeah you know like with jeans but like um those shirts that goes to go uh, to the knees and like well and stopped wearing like so much makeup because before I had been like a like um you know I was very into fashion and like I had a very expensive makeup and I was very into all that so that was also like Hard. not hard for me but it was like um well it was a challenge
0: oh, my yeah but so, like yeah so how how are things now i mean I, I'm, I'm assuming you you sound still quite young and obviously you said you're in year 12 so it's not been that many years you've been muslim no yeah um how how long have you been muslim
1: well technically it's three years but i started practicing two one and a half years ago so i would consider myself muslim since one and a half years because that's how long i've been practicing so Um, how
0: how are things for you now though are you integrated into the muslim community do you think Uh, yeah yeah
1: um, i am like when um i started going to the masjid like uh when I was a little after um I had started to practice Islam. So yeah, I I I do go to the masjid regularly and I
0: am integrated into the Muslim community. So how did that happen? How did you get like involved with them and uh, do you know where where the masjid was? I mean, I started going
1: to these um, lectures. Uh, there are these lectures um, at a mosque every Sunday, and I, I just started going there. And yeah, alhamdulillah. Then I started going to uh, the Friday prayers, and
0: yeah. Then it's just yeah. Alhamdulillah. I don't know. So, so what was what was your first experience like when you went? Because obviously, for such a for, you know, from for quite a while, you said you was scared to go to the Masjids because you didn't think yeah. people would take you seriously. So when you did finally have the courage to go, how was it? Um, it was just like so
1: so nice and people are so open. Like even though you don't know somebody, they still say assalamualaikum alaikum to you and it's just like subhanAllah like I don't know this person but I just still feel like they're I mean they're my sister in Islam so like, we have some kind of connection, you know? Like, so I just felt like it was, like, I know people are just so welcoming and nice. And especially when they heard they were I was a revert. They were, like, so curious and, like, how? And, yeah, and what did your mom say? And, like, all these kinds of stuff. So I had a very positive experience, alhamdulillah. 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 Yeah.
0: So with regarding to obviously your transition to wearing the hijab are you wearing hijab full-time now oh yeah i, I do wear the hijab alhamdulillah and being in living in denmark um how was that experience well wearing the hijab
1: it's fine um the niqab is illegal so that's another story mm-hmm. but um wearing the hijab i haven't really well i've only experienced one um Bad experience where it wasn't really bad, I mostly find it funny, but there was like this old man who was just like, I don't know how to translate it to Dane to English, but he was just like, Um, I don't know he just said something mean, I don't know how to translate it, but um yeah, I don't know. I wasn't really offended because I mean, yeah, he was old and he probably didn't know any muslims anyway so so
0: how do you how how do you feel um the fact that you live because obviously you said you don't wear the niqab obviously in denmark because it's illegal there right yeah but i yeah but it's something you would like to wear and you've tried it out a few times how do you feel um the fact that you you've been basically prevented from doing something Um
1: frustrated that's a good word and I'm kind of mad because I feel it's like how can you tell somebody what what to wear and what not to wear I mean I don't think anybody is in a position to tell me that I can't wear something because if that makes me happy then why shouldn't I um be able to wear it and I just think it's like especially Denmark. Denmark is one of the countries that are, like, so, um, they are very proud of that, that we uh, give women rights, and uh, here in Denmark you can be a free woman, but they only have one, um, how do you say, uh, perception? Oh, no. Yeah, perception. Like, of what a free woman is. Mm-hmm. like she dates and she drinks and she parties and she doesn't wear like modest clothes and like they they can't um they don't see anything else but that and subhanallah they talk about how many middle e- or like yeah middle eastern countries are um oppressing women but they are doing the same like for example in iran you can't um you have to wear the hijab mm-hmm. and it's illegal not to wear the hijab and they talk about it and they're like that's oppressive and whatnot and but like they're i don't know how to explain it i'm sorry i'm like mumbling well, it's, it's hypocrisy though
0: isn't it I think yeah exactly people, but, because it's the op- they're just doing the other you know from, they're doing it from yeah in, exactly
1: like they're taking it to it's two extremes but they're still extremes And they yeah exactly they're telling me what I can't wear can and cannot wear and it's just
0: really annoying but yeah I know it's just I I don't I know so for you personally obviously being a young revert mashallah yeah. Um, why do you want to wear the niqab and what got you interested in the niqab? Well, in the
1: beginning I was like, because I had heard someone say that, that niqab is, it's it's not even a part of Islam and, and it's not, I don't know. And so I was like, okay, then I wanted to research it for myself. And I read this book uh, called uh, The Four Essays on the Obligation of Veiling, I think. Okay, okay, yeah. And mashallah, it's a very good book. And I just kind of saw these um, like proof uh, uh, for the naqab, um, uh, how do you say that? Sorry. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's true, that's true, yeah, the, like of niqab, the, the there is proof of the niqab mm-hmm. in Islam. The evidence.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I also just saw it as something really beautiful, because like, nobody can, I know it's kind of cliche to say, but nobody can judge you based on your appearance, mm-hmm. but just on what you say, and what kind of a person you are. And Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like you also um, get this respect from other people in some way. Um, Yeah, alhamdulillah. Yeah, alhamdulillah. And I know I just also feel so liberated when I wear the niqab. I feel so free, and I feel so. I know I just. I feel like I am in control over myself 100%, like my body,
0: like nobody else can, yeah, I'm, yeah. Alhamdulillah. So have your parents seen you wearing it at all? Like where, no. where, what, in what kind of situations have you been able to wear the niqab?
1: Um, I've gone to the masjid with the niqab, I've mm. just went uh, biking with the niqab. Masala. Biking is um,
0: in a motorbike or a bicycle? No, a, a bicycle. Okay.
1: Because here in Denmark, it's like very. I don't know if uh, it's the same in England, but here in Denmark, it's very common. Everybody bikes everywhere. So, I think uh,
0: lifestyles are probably a bit more healthy than living in England. Yeah. People do bike here, but it's not the same. The roads are very narrow as well. So, it's okay, we have it's like biking, biking roads the
1: everywhere. They even like made the roads for the cars. Uh, smaller, so or smaller, how
0: narrower? Yes, narrower. Yeah. 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 So Probably. there
1: would be more space for the bikes. Wow. So yeah, I went. I think um, I biked to the masjid which is like one hour, wow. and then I went in the pub, and it's like I I bike through the into like main city. Uh, or how do you say that? Like yeah, like the city, the capital. Yeah. Yeah, but like, um, like in the center. Yeah, in the city center. center. Yeah. MashaAllah.
0: Wow, you're very, very brave.
1: Yeah, I don't really like in the beginning. I was very scared. Like, oh, what if somebody sees me? What if somebody calls the police? But now, I'm just like more chill. It's like, okay, if something happens, it it happens, and I'm not going to restrict myself because of some stupid law i'm going to do what makes me happy um
0: yeah alhamdulillah mashallah yeah, alhamdulillah. really you're very brave <laughs> really brave so your parents have they seen you wearing it no okay no i'm still i'm still a bit like yeah mashallah i'm gonna maybe call you the i'll be rebels <laughs> <Mashallah. laughs> Allah. So yeah. um have you met any other sisters who wear the niqab at all?
1: No, actually not. Um there there are very few sisters that wear the niqab here in Denmark. But I've like um I've met some through social media but not that many at all. And I know of some but not that many at all.
0: Alhamdulillah. So Alhamdul- what do what do you feel the niqab means to you? Um, it's
1: just like a freedom. I don't know. I just really feel like it's a freedom that, yeah, as I said before, that you are in control over your own body and nobody can can um what's it called can uh, judge you based on your looks or anything and yeah that you are just like people have to um no i don't know how to say that never mind but yeah
0: it's a freedom for me yes freedom alhamdulillah you have to people have to judge you based on your personality not how you yeah exactly So uh, I wanted to ask you Because um, obviously I found you on Instagram I can't remember which one of us Found each other first But you have some spoken word Poetry that yeah. you do And a few pieces Would you like to give us some little <laughs> um, going To wrap up this interview With some of your spoken word poetry
1: uh, I could But they're quite long so... well, Just a little bit
0: Not not, Uh, not, not like the whole thing, just a little bit Just, you know, anything that you you want to share, inshallah And just need to find it then, inshallah
1: Okay, I have a, a part I would like to read then Inshallah While you look down upon other countries for restricting women to wear what they want and call them backward women-hating and oppressors, you are doing the same, telling me what I can and can't wear, all in the name of freedom. This is not fair. So instead of trying so hard to liberate me, just embrace our differences. For you may feel free, but look, I am not thee. What you define as freedom may not define me. So please listen. I will not become what you want me to be. I will not succumb to your hypocrisy.
0: <laughs> that was just... that's very nice. Really, MashaAllah, it's really nice. Inshallah, you'll be able to write some more things. And I pray that Allah makes it easy for you in your journey and guide your family as well. you really, really, very inspiring story, especially being so young, subhanAllah. Thank you. Jazakallah <laughs> khair. And I'm afraid that you have, um, you know, do well in your studies and everything. May Allah have you success in everything that you try to do, inshallah. Ameen. Jazakallah khair, sister. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.